Hey, what's up, everybody? Brooke Garrison on the mic. Hey, Zoomers, Logan here. Welcome to the Snapshot series, a collection of minisodes with the best and brightest moments from the Zooming In podcast. They will leave you informed, inspired, and entertained in 15 minutes or less. We know you're busy, we know you're climbing the ladder and chasing your dreams, so we wanted to bring you something that you can fit in on your commute to work, your afternoon coffee break, or somewhere in between. Think of it as just a taste. If you want to hear more, and I know you do, then find the show notes of your preferred podcast player so you can binge that full episode. We get it. You're living your life, and you have a lot to do. Let's Let's get get to the snapshot. I think something that's really important to add here as well is to um, learn the differences between what your creative rut is and what true burnout is because a creative rut means you need to switch up your routine and try something new and burnout means you need rest so i feel like those are two really important things to consider um if you feel like you might be having trouble producing amazing content or you feel like your editing process has gotten really redundant or you just are stuck writing this book chapter and you can't get anywhere it's like um do you feel like you just need to switch it up and you want to do the work or you feel kind of drained from the work because it's okay to take a break and it's okay to take a step away from a project and come back more refueled, but whether that's through taking a nap or any of the other tips that we're going to get in during this episode. But I just wanted to say that um, now before we get into any further tips. Okay. Awesome, Logan. I completely agree with getting enough sleep, even though I don't always do that. And I also notice a difference when I prep my meals at home um, in terms of my sense of clarity and my ability to be productive and certain hours of the day there's nothing worse than um being up late at night and feeling like you're you're just like sludge and you still have to like power through and get something done that was definitely me last week and my last week of college it was brutal my first tip is to do something pro bono slash volunteer if you can i think it's so important to step outside of yourself whether you're a photographer or any other creative where you provide a service um you don't want to get so caught up in the business side of it that you lose the true reason why you start, which is creativity, human connection, empowering others. It can mean so many things to a lot of us, but those are what it really means to me. And I know there are so many different opportunities where we can use our talents to really like impact someone's life. So for example, my friend has a grandmother who didn't make it to their wedding and didn't get to see them all dressed up because she's too sick. So next week, I'm going to go down and take pictures of them doing the reveal of her and her wedding dress and him dressed up as a groom and get pictures of that. And just, I think moments like that are really important when you can remind yourself why you started your business. I think that, that having a solid why is foundational to anybody's success, mm-hmm. really. Um, and so I like the I like your draw back to the human element of why, in particular, why we do photography and why we enjoy that so much. It's because of the um, of the impact that we can have on on a on a family in mm-hmm. that time in their time of need, really. Um, so uh, so I really like that. Um, I like also the uh, the tip about doing something um, pro bono, mm-hmm. right? Sometimes when you do something creative, and I definitely got this when I first started getting paid to do photography, Mm -hmm. that it changes the way you look at it when you're suddenly getting paid for it, Mm -hmm. because now you have a responsibility to somebody else, Mm -hmm. and you may or may, and while you do have, in a sense, creative freedom, right, you do, you have, hopefully you have a process that you, that you outline, and a certain way that you 
like to work, but ultimately you're providing now a service to another person and you need to be able to deliver on the expectations you have set for that person. So, so definitely, uh, take time to think about if that may be the reason why you're in that creative rut, but understand that, you know, we, life is an ebb and flow. There will be, there are going to be days that things feel like you're on top of everything and days where you feel like you're not, mm-hmm. um, you have to take the, uh, the good with the bad. Something that has also really helped me a lot is doing work in batches and increments. So if you don't like sitting on the computer for eight hours a day, pounding out edits, it's like, we'll do 30 minutes on and then 20 minutes off doing something else. Step outside, go for a walk around the block, read a book. Um, don't look at your phone screen, meditate. There are so many different ways that you can diversify your day, but still get the work done and sometimes even be more productive as well. I am really glad that you brought up meditation, Brooke, because mm-hmm. I think that me- um, that uh, I personally love meditation mm-hmm. um, and uh, found it a couple of years ago and it has really helped um, with my own mental clarity. And I think that the whole concept of working in small, hyper-focused increments and then taking regular breaks is also crucial. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know you said 30 minutes on, 20 minutes off. That's It reminds me of the Pomodoro technique. Mm-hmm. Are you familiar with that? Yes. So for those who don't know, the Pomodoro technique is where you spend 25 minutes focused on a single task. For the entire 25 minutes, you can't work on anything except that one task. But once those 25 minutes are up, you take a five-minute break and then do another 25-minute session of work take another five minute break until you've done four of those 25 minute sessions and then you take a longer break, 15, 20, or maybe 30 minutes. And what that's supposed to do is it's supposed to help you get into a groove. Uh, And what I found when I am in a rut and then I start doing that is that if I just start that first 25 minute session, I might end up working for an hour and a half nonstop and then I'm completely done with the task. Mm -hmm. So, I think that that could be extremely powerful, but I'd like to take it back to meditation because I think that uh, it's definitely something that's become more popular in the last two to three years Mm -hmm. than has been. It's previously something that has been relegated to specific cultures around the world, and now it has become a, like, meditation services are now a commodity, as it were. Uh, I personally use the Headspace app for meditation. Uh, Brooke, do you use an, an app for meditation at all? Yep, I use the Calm app. The Calm app. Okay, good. So it's just are, called Calm. Just one word. Calm. Those are two great uh, alternative services. Um, does Calm have a subscription? Yes, they do. But okay. they also have a free version. Um, I listen to it when I go to sleep. And after a workout for my cool down, after I stretch, I do mm-hmm. a 10-minute video on there as well. Okay. So, and that's good. So they both offer free versions uh, and you can download them today. We'll add links in the show notes to those apps in case you're interested in getting into meditation, but also you don't necessarily need to download an app to get into it. There are great uh, playlists on music services like Spotify that have sounds of nature that are, that, you know, connect your phone to a speaker or put in some headphones and you can create, you can play these soundscapes that are perfect for getting you into a place where you can uh, open your mind and relax. Um, I I have a great Spotify playlist that I listen to sometimes. We will add a link in the show notes to that. Um, And that's free. Anybody can listen to that, which is pretty cool. That is so funny. Y'all, Logan and I haven't even looked at each other's notes and we have so many things that like cross. We haven't even (laughs) talked about this, which is so funny, but 
my other thing is a deep focus Spotify playlist and it's got like audio sound waves. And sometimes when I really need to focus, when I feel like I'm getting distracted or pulled away from my work, primarily with like gallery editing, when you're doing a large amount of photos and clients back to back to back, um, putting on this playlist called deep focus or study zone on Spotify, we'll link those, but that really like helps me. Those sound waves are so relaxing. And before you know it, it's been like an hour and a half and you've already done and exported two galleries and you're like, wow, I'm on top of the world. So yeah, how I've, funny is that? I've listened to both of those playlists actually. Yeah. <laughs> I keep them wild. I keep them regularly saved for offline use on my phone because like when I'm at work during the day, yeah. I use them all the time. Nice. So I think that I we cannot stress how invaluable a uh, good uh, good brain uh, brain food type music and meditative music is for helping you get into that flow state. Um, for those of you not familiar with the flow state, that is the point at which your brain reaches a level of concentration where you are so involved in the one task that you're doing, and it's sort of this state of deep work. And it's when time seems to go by unusually quickly and you look up at the clock when you come out of it and you're like, wow, it's been two hours. Kind of like what you were saying, Brooke. Mm -hmm. And for those of you that are that are my fellow readers that love to read, there is another fantastic book called Deep Work by Cal Newport. And it is all about this concept of finding out how to structure your life to give you those moments of deep concentration. And that by doing that, you're actually saving yourself a lot of time as opposed to task switching, which I think is really great in this concept of a creative rut. I cannot tell you how many times I personally, I cannot tell you how many times I personally have been editing a gallery and then I take out my phone and I look at Instagram for 20 minutes. And then now I have to go back to editing that gallery and switching between editing Looking at my phone and then going back to editing takes a lot more time than if I had just kept editing that entire time. Mm -hmm. So if you are like me and have sometimes problems focusing for long periods of time, when you want to sit down and do that task, find a remote location where somebody where you're not going to be disturbed. Mm -hmm. Turn your phone off and also turn off your internet access if you don't need it. Just turn it everything off. Sit down and just do five minutes. Just start five minutes, and then before you know it, it'll be 15, and mm -hmm. then 30, and then an hour and a half. Mm -hmm. And that for me is, I think there is something to be said for changing your environment to create the behaviors in yourself that you want. Absolutely. I know for me, when I have a clean room, my level of productivity is so much faster. My photo editing's faster. My grades are on fleek. Like, I, the your external environment is a reflection of your internal environment. I believe in the right headspace that you're in. So, in order to deliver high quality premium galleries for your clients, like, are you living a high quality premium lifestyle for yourself? All right, everybody. I hope that you enjoyed our new snapshot series. There's a lot more where that came from. We're so thankful to have you here on the podcast. If you listen, let us know what you think. Follow us on Instagram at Zooming In Podcast. Connect with us on the Anchor app and don't be afraid to send us a voice memo. We would love to feature a suggestion, a shout out, or any feedback you have in our future episodes. Thanks for tuning in to Zooming In and we'll see you in the next snapshot.